0: Go, 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 go. The podcast for
1: the Inquisitive Diver. Woo-hoo! Don, you're back in the studio at long last. How the oh. devil are you, you old diamond? <coughs> Pretty damn good, actually. Pretty damn good. <laughs> Give us a, a little bit of uh, what you've been doing the last couple of weeks.
2: Well, I I, I got my life back. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I... Um, yeah, I I really feel like I got my mojo back after two years of induced coma. Um, uh, the uh, trips that I'd booked for 2020 are starting to happen. Mm. So the first one was to Tubataha in the Philippines, which was uh, uh, quite an adventure, uh, trying to get all the tests and everything you have to get done to go there and to get back into Australia. Um, but it was all worth it because it's a great site. Um, Beautiful reefs, absolutely superb reefs, very, very well managed. Uh, the conservation that's gone on there is uh, extremely impressive, um, really, when you consider um, it was all done in the 1980s in in the Philippines where, you know, Good Governance wasn't, you know, were, the place wasn't known for it, but they've done a, an absolutely superb job, and I was very impressed. So that was, it was just fantastic to uh, to get there and I did two back-to-back trips and then back down to Australia and I was only here for a couple of days and went back up to Bali uh, to get our house sorted out there and I have made a, you know, we, that, all that's but coming back to life, and I'm off on a four-week adventure to India on Saturday. That's, uh, that's something else that's adventure motorcycling, but, uh, well, yeah.
1: this is why I dragged you into the studio, because trying to nail you down along with Lisa at the same time is practically impossible right now. Now that we've got freedom of movement, everyone's back to doing stuff. It's brilliant. However, it's a pain in the arse trying to get you in the, in the studio.
2: Well, you know... Um if you want sympathy get a dog Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's the best thing I can say after two years of you know what we all what we all went through you know I mean it was awful all round but uh, uh, you know I'm just I'm just over the moon to be doing this stuff again you know the stuff I love doing and uh, getting my life back
1: well, we've got to add in right at the start here before you go on about tuba ta 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 yeah. some more. Um, we've got a lovely lady in the studio with us today, which is uh, Jane, and she is uh, Don's dive buddy for what, 20 years?
2: Yeah, we, we, uh, I met Jane um, in uh, Sydney Airport 20 um, something years ago. I think 20 years ago. Okay, on white, white days. <laughs> it was it was film days. It was you know we had film cameras back then. But uh, yeah, it was on a great white strip, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. To uh, with uh, Rolfie, Rolf Rolf uh, Kiabowski and uh, since then we've uh, we've dived uh, a lot together. And uh, yeah, Jane, let's look a day older. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. Well, I always looked rough. So, um... <laughs> but the thing is, uh, uh, Jane was great. Uh, when I you know. Uh, came back to Sydney here uh, during the pandemic. Jane uh, invited me out to uh, her secret place, (laughs) which is Chowder Bay. And uh, let uh, maybe you can introduce yourself, Jane, and talk a little bit about Chowder, because I know it's something that you're really passionate about.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not as exotic as Don. I don't sort of travel the world (laughs) as much as he does. I get away when I can. But um, my go-to is Chowder Bay, which is in Mossman in Sydney. And... And no matter, you know, I might go there three or four times a week and no matter how often you go there, how crap the vis is, how bad the water is, whatever, there's always something there, always something there to be seen. You know, I could show Don things in Sydney that if you just, if you put some photos together and you... You know, I'm not blasting Lembe, but if you put some photos of Chowder Bay together and then put some photos of Lembe together, you've got the same creatures. Yeah. And I was diving there this morning and I was diving with Professor Bill Gladstone, who's a professor in marine biology. And I saw an octopus who it was like he split himself in two. He was like um, a black and white minstrel where they used to have one face side of their face black, one side of their face white. Yeah. I his whole body just went black one side and white the other side. <laughs> is
1: this is this the octopus that you visit on a regular basis? Yeah,
0: this is you know, my octopus friend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I I I need to explain that whenever <laughs> I uh, whenever we've done trips together, uh, uh me and Joe, I always introduce her as the Lord Mayor of <laughs> Childer <laughs> Bay. <laughs> because <laughs> it's true
1: yeah yeah well you do seem to dive there literally daily Um. three or four days a week (laughs) not quite daily
0: and well it's just a special place it's years ago but my husband's a shipping um, pilot he was a shipping pilot in sydney Hmm. and he'd give me a blast when he was taking a cruise ship out (laughs) through the harbour and There'd be people on there, Yahoo in, you know, they all did the um, YMCA as they're going up the harbour. <laughs> but <laughs> Not one of them knew what was underneath the harbour. Yeah, And what we've got in Sydney Harbour is amazing. It it's,
1: is. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. And Chowder Bay, it's one of the places where I, I really, it makes me laugh at times because the amount of, people fishing on the pier on the jetty and you're like dudes you d- if you could see what's down here you wouldn't even get out of bed exactly <laughs> do you feel like going up
0: to- well i do sometimes you know the fish aren't here they're over there yeah and the last few days we've had um, a very very friendly seal come in i saw that <laughs>
1: yeah didn't someone put a name to it on on sydney viz or something um, we cliffy. called him for cliffy. clifton
0: gardens but um cliffy has been swimming along pinching all the fisherman's bait of their lines
2: <laughs> shame <laughs> but he's shame.
0: he's a poser and he did have a trace hanging out of his mouth the other day but um it's gone now so okay. he's still there and he's still fine and this morning there was three huge stingrays that are constant visitors there they're massive and they just hoover along the bottom picking up all the fishing bait mm. So,
1: They're those convenient little chaps that just disturb all the oh, silt when you're trying to take macro yes, photography. <laughs> absolutely
0: cause the biggest load of crap you could ever see. Yeah,
1: yeah. And how long have you been diving there then?
0: I learnt to dive originally in 19... Oh, do I really want to say it? 1972. <laughs> um, it was Bezac in Wales. And I didn't really finish the course because back then, you know, I was a lot younger and... Um, You carried the tanks for people basically to show Mm -hmm. that you could be fit enough to do it. And for six months, I think I carried tanks. I did about three dives. And when I came to Australia, I actually came surfing. I was – we had a lot of surfing in Wales where I lived and I used to go surfing. But Australia, they hated female surfers back in 73. If you were a female surfer in the water, you'd get abused and screamed at. But I saw these – Signs come diving, and oh wow, you know, well, I've done that, I can go along. And mm. I got talked into upgrading my BZAC to a paddy mm-hmm. and um, swap from surfing to diving.
2: Yeah, so when, when did you discover Chowder Bay? When did you first start to go there?
0: Late 70s, really. Mm.
2: Have you seen the change over the years? Oh, god, it, yes, has it got better or got worse.
0: No, it's 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 interesting because at one stage we used to dive more on the plunge side um there used to be a dive shop there called plunge so it's where sims is and we used to always dive that side but now that side is such a mess there's nothing there hmm. um,
1: which which side is that
0: um where the navy pier oh, is okay. on that side yeah, yeah. um
2: up on the top there that's where it would plunge wasn't it Yeah. and uh, it was a that was a talking about carrying tanks that was an that's exercise a, yeah. to get down wasn't it with all that's the, where all, the restaurants and the cafes yeah can, that's so. right yeah, yeah. But, we actually
0: did a walkathon there six of us I was conned into it um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd come back from the UK and I can't remember who it was that rang me whether it was Dave Verasti or um, oh what was his name oh somebody else rang me anyway and they said, Oh, we're doing a walkathon down at Chowder Bay. We're walking 100Ks underwater. We need lots of people to do it. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to go down there and walk a K. So, signed up for it. And yes, off I went. Oh, you need to come and practice. Oh, right. OK. okay. <laughs> Came down. Then I found out it was six of us. Oh. <laughs> so, we did this underwater, we got in the Guinness Book of Records underwater 100K walk for charity. <laughs> and we did it did at Chowder yet? Bay. We started on three f- weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we started about four o'clock on the Friday afternoon or, you know, maybe a little bit earlier. And we finished on the Sunday afternoon wow. and we did it in teams of two and we had a rope measuring it. So we had to ring a bell. Or we had a pulley and we had to ring a bell every time we got to the end and there was somebody there logging it all.
2: Yeah. And, and I'd like to point out that you're still friends with Dave Horasty as well, aren't
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a big ray eh? halfway up the line and we had to keep jumping. He didn't move. We had to keep jumping over him. <laughs> to
2: get there. Hmm.
0: So, yeah, Chowder Bay, I'm quite intimate with it yeah yeah
1: yeah well it's got a it's got its own dedicated group and page and all that kind of stuff on the social media isn't it?
0: there's a lot more people going there now than used to be you'd never get lots of people um and luckily there's quite a few groups that are doing cleanups a lot of the dive shops are being quite good um you just got to explain to them don't take everything because creatures do live in rubbish Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it was my saving grace through covid yeah i just snuck in on the 5k rim and it was my saving grace i could go down there and there'd just be two or three of us diving
1: yeah we were were fortunate enough as well we were in the same boat literally you know just just inside the 5k region so um yeah we were down there quite a lot
0: yeah i like it i like it it's i love night dives eh?
1: there i don't know about that (laughs) past four o'clock in the afternoon it's bear time for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's normally that for me but you've got to do it occasionally
1: yeah and
0: yeah if if half the people knew what was down there like the kids in the pool if they knew those blue ring doctor bus and things like that oh, they wouldn't no, be in right. there but um <laughs> no it's I, I think don got to like it too didn't he, yeah, when you were yeah yeah
2: yeah it was uh, it was a bit of a sea change for me after i mean i did it years ago mm. uh before we moved to bali and uh, i um i was always impressed by the. Uh, you know all the white seahorses that you could see there and there was some there's some great images taken uh, down there of uh, of those seahorses and they are, are so sort of photogenic you know they're the incredible creatures uh so yeah for, you know when i came back down to uh, sydney and you know <laughs> got to touch with journey first thing she said come to chowder bay so <laughs> and off we went you know so it was a regular thing for uh yeah. for quite some time there uh, until you know we went into the all the lock because i'm the other side of the city where I, I couldn't you know go there mm. during the uh the, the hard lockdown and what have you but you uh, did
1: push your 5k limit somewhat though didn't you because i, I I saw the landscape photography you were doing and you'd pop up like, one and a half K from my house. And I'm like,
2: yeah, but, uh, dude, that's, that's I
0: really know, pushing five K. Che- that's the crow flies. That's the crow flies. I, 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 I checked where I was allowed.
2: <laughs> Cause you can't go out your borough. That was the city of Sydney. Yeah. And from Redfern. That would just, uh, <laughs> I checked before I went and I got stopped a couple of mornings. I bet you did. Policemen yeah. would come up to me. But my, my, uh, for those who don't know, I, I'm into landscape photography. So, uh, uh, you know, sunrise is spectacular in Sydney, and uh, that was another way of retaining my sanity during the um, during COVID. Was to you know go and uh, go and do some sunrises and whatever. And uh, so, no, I, I I I I'm a great believer in following the rules, and I didn't I didn't break any. You can check, you know. It seems like you were. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd look at the photos come up. I was like, hold on a moment. I know
1: that. I know that view. It's like a kilometer, maybe a kilometer off <laughs> from, from where I'm living. <laughs> yeah, you see
0: pictures of Tower of Bay come up and you say, I know where they live. Yeah. And they no knowing here. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, I like it. I've just uh, in fact that box there that's on the table is um, I've upgraded the macro lens for my Canon M6. So I've gone from 60mm to 100mm. Oh, right. Ooh. So um, this here is the um, port extension just sent down from um, oh, right. Chris and the boys at Underwater Australia. Right. So I'm, um, you'll probably see me in Chowder Bay next week, Jane.
0: Uh, Come just, for a dive for me. Just pr- <laughs> uh, playing around. around
1: with it, getting very scratchy, heady do, do, you,
2: you, You're now in the presence of the best <laughs> uh, guide for Chowder <laughs> yeah. Bay. Uh, she knows the area at the back of her hand yeah. and uh, will show you stuff that you – um, you know, you, you just don't know there's there. Yeah, That's
1: well I, I must admit I, I've lost count of how many times I've dived there and um, you know, I, I used to dive there with um, Simon a lot and um, we, we we found one frogfish every now and then but I keep seeing all these different coloured frogfish I pop up and I'm I... like, holy shit, where are these little motherfuckers you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's,
0: There's a lot there yeah, yeah. Somebody said to me the other day, how come you find all this stuff and well Number one, I'm probably in the water a lot more than you. Yeah. But it's it's luck. I could be swimming across the sand, you know, sort of here, and Don could be over there. He'll see something I won't because I'm that far away. Yeah. So it's just luck. It really is luck. But the frogfish, there's three down there that I know of at the moment, and they haven't moved for two months at least because really? I haven't told anybody where they are. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. That really big fat dude that just eats
0: He's still there. And he's, he's still as fat. He was fishing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh think my he's got God.
1: any room left in him to put anything No,
0: No, he was unbelievable. I just swam past that. And I thought, what the hell is that? I thought he had another. I thought he was, you know, having a little bit of a gangbang there. I thought, he had <laughs> another frogfish under him. <laughs> then I saw, shit, he's been eating. That's, you know, yeah. he's just <sighs> huge. Yeah. And we um, just thinking on was it was it Bill,
1: I don't know, was it Bill who got the videograph uh, the video shots of uh, frogfish eating? Uh, I think it was a sole or a flatfish or something like. That. No, I don't think it was out. Bill.
0: I can't remember, but I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think that was on night dive, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's amazing how mm. much food they can get in one mouth in one bite.
0: I think they can put something in their mouth that is ten times bigger than their body what? size. Mm. I actually did a. I
2: am just going to say, you know, there's a paddy speciality yeah. for frogfish and Jane's got it.
0: <laughs> Look, it was a bit of a wank, but... Um, <laughs> on whose part? <laughs> I didn't want the badge. I didn't want the card. but I was going to the Philippines and somebody told me about this frogfish course you could do. And the guy calls himself Dr. Frogfish. His name's Daniel. And he said, Oh, do you was want he's to?
2: Was he the guy who does all the t shirts? Yeah. Oh, there was on the boat on Tuba. There were some people who lived in. um in, round down Demogeti, yeah. yeah. And he had all these t shirts with Dr. Frogfish, you know. Yeah. Am was I
0: that
1: got- in Tuba Tab Tab
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I thought, well, I'll do The course, you know, it was only I think it was um, two afternoons of theory, and you still got to dive. And it was one of the best courses I've ever done.
2: Awesome.
0: He went back to the history of frogfish and he had um, palettes, or I think they were called that in those days, which was a black and white drawing from old seamen that had seen frogfish in the water. Okay. And that went back to 1647 or something. And then there was a coloured one, which was the 1800s. And then he taught us all the different types of frogfish, their behaviour, how to find them, why they yawn, um, their breeding habits, how different ones have different ways of giving birth, laying eggs. Do you
1: remember, do you remember all this then? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what well, little bits of it? Let's let's go with the yawning bit because I mean I've got I've got some exceptionally sexy photos of an Ambon. Frogfish, yawning. Okay. And I've been told so many things about the yawn. There's some that I believe, there's some that I think is horseshit. What do you know about the yawn of a frogfish?
0: They're either digesting food they've eaten and they're gulping air to digest food. Mm-hmm. They're angry. That mm-hmm. was another reason. Um, and they just sort of given off a warning. They, they're not happy. And the other one was just um, when they swim gulping in air. And
1: yeah, that's what I thought, because I I kind of all the people I've taught to dive in recent years when it's when it's frogfish kind of regions. um, I've said, look, as soon as the the dude starts to yawn, if he gets to a second yawn, back off and leave him alone because he's getting a bit pissed off with you with your camera.
0: Yeah, it's it's, that's a hard one because they'll yawn once. And if you see them yawn once, you know, that one yawn is quite long. Mm. They'll generally yawn two or three times after. Okay. But that is the yawn when they're digesting food, apparently. Okay. So, um, but this guy, the small, you know, the big fat guy down there, he's just got his mouth permanently open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like <laughs> me at a barbecue, isn't he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he? was amazing. And then he went, you know, he jumped off his perch and went fishing. Really? Yeah. Mm.
1: <sighs> Greedy bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get from Wales to here? Because, I mean... Ship it, we've, like, we've, all, we've all moved here in one way or another but You was, went the old way, the, the ship Yeah, it was
0: a £10 pom, last of the £10 poms um, oh, Really? Pretty well bullshitted my way into the passage um, A girlfriend and I went to where I come from um, the closest city is Swansea and they were doing a documentary on, you know, showing on Australia and immigration and we had some friends out here that were surfing mm. so we went along to sea and we both laughed and we were leaving because, well oh, that's crazy. You know, it's not like that. And somebody by the door said, you know, you're leaving, you're not interested. And I well, look at those men, you know, long white socks and shorts to go to work. They look stupid. <laughs> 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 and he said, oh, no, it, it isn't like that. It's an old video. You know, you interested in going. And we both said, oh, yeah, we didn't have enough money to get back to Europe. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: And it was 10 quid? Uh,
0: 10 quid. And... They we had to fill in forms and we sent forms off to London. Then we had to do an interview. And then I got a telegram to say Bloody hell. I was, sa- sailing. was it delivered on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> I was sailing on March the 1st, um, uh, which was St. David's Day um, Quite apt. on the Ellenitz.
1: So, And what year was that?
0: 73. Bloody hell. Mm.
1: I, w- I was still in the womb.
0: <laughs> I, I, I you know I bloody hate it I bet you do you know you're filling in your forms in dive shops and the instructors looking at you oh I wasn't bored then
1: yeah <laughs> Oh, mate, look I, I get it now even you know and I'm vastly younger than you two clearly with my stunning good looks but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get the sideways look and it's like oh god we've got another old bugger on board Well, that's what I
0: get now. I go on dive boats and oh, let's help the poor old lady.
1: And then you get in the water. (laughs) And they're humbled very quickly. (laughs) Oh, you
0: sure you want to do this dive? You know, you did one this morning.
1: (laughs) 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 So do you... um, You said that you don't travel that much, but do do. you get away?
0: I I used to travel a lot. Um, I worked in travel for a long time and I used to travel a lot. But um during covid well we went down to south australia didn't we we yeah. we did a lot of
1: um oh you, did you, Austri- you went on the rodney fox
2: no we, we yeah. also did uh like edisberg and uh, we did wayala yeah. and uh what's the um uh, what was the other one we um um Tumby? Tumby, t- Tumby Tumby bay. bay, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah so we both like keen south australian diamonds mm. you know we like what's, liked what's the Tumby bay one it's, it's a jetty, basically.
0: Jetty. Yeah. Is, that, uh, is
2: that one for the the leafy sea dragons?
0: Yeah, you can get them there. You, you get them
2: there, yeah. yeah. But, but it, it, I, didn't, I wasn't that impressed with three it. Three-quarters of
0: an hour drive from Rodney Fox's boat. So okay. if you've got a day, you know, and you're not going to Edithburg or anywhere else, yeah. there's a possibility you'll see them there. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You know, I have seen them there on numerous occasions, but it's not the prettiest of the jetties down there. Yeah. It's just quite convenient.
1: I think I'm... Um, it's on my radar for next year. I'm
0: going Sandwich down there, home. 8th, no, 12th of June. Oh,
1: yeah? No, uh, no, I'm, going no, to do I'm,
0: the cuttlefish and then going across to Edithburgh. Yeah.
1: Well, I'd love to come with you, but I'm going to Indonesia. Oh. Yeah. Hey, where are you going? Uh, well, I'm visiting your homeland in Bali. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. across to Nusa Penida. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and have a look at a, a dive shop over there. Oh, and, really? With, with a, a view to possibly purchasing it. Oh.
0: Uh,
2: uh, uh.
1: Um, and then. There's a secondary option, which is up in Ahmed. So I'm going to go and have a look at that one as well. Mm.
0: Two great Um, places. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: So it's the first proper holiday that me and the missus have had for, well, obviously two, two and a half Mm -hmm. years. So kind of looking forward to getting some warmer weather and and some nice nice. flowing currents and a bit of activity. I've just come back from
0: Fiji, from the bull sharks. Oh, really? Yeah. How did that go?
1: In fact, whereabouts in Fiji?
0: Uh, Pacific Harbour. Um, Bengar Adventure Divers.
1: (laughs) Ah, do you see tiger sharks as well
0: they don't sort of they (coughs) run quite differently they set up um shark reef marine reserve Mm -hmm. and micron's a very different operation to the others they concentrate mostly on the bull sharks Mm -hmm. the bait is taken out there before the boat goes out in the morning and it's you get other sharks there but occasionally you'll get a tiger where if you go across the island that's where you get the tiger sharks okay so it's you know two different experiences basically
1: how long were you there for
0: uh two weeks
1: nice and just just shark diving or do you No, i went on
0: a boat oh
1: okay which one
0: Uh, it was the is it um, worth
1: shouting about or should we just (laughs) no?
0: Oh, sack it off.
1: You were, on, you were on a little tin cup.
0: <laughs> no, it was a, it was um, a cruise boat more than anything. It was the Reef Encounter, I think it was called um, Captain Cook Cruises. So it's not a dedicated dive vessel. Uh, okay. It was for people that have got families and maybe Dad wants to dive or Mum wants to yeah, dive.
1: Yeah. So it's like a floating hotel. Yeah.
0: yeah, but we did go up around Tavioni, um okay. and the northern areas, which was lovely. Yeah, so it just wasn't um, not a dedicated dive boat.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's diving and it's away. It's a little bit of a vacation.
0: It was. It was pleasant to be away. Pleasant to have warm water. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'd like to say we're going to get warm water in Indo, but I doubt it. It's it's going to be slightly warmer. I mean, in fact, it's going to be a lot warmer than here, yeah. isn't it? Was it this morning? This morning was eighteen. Eighteen.
0: Mm, dropped a bit.
1: Throbbed. <sighs> dropped. <laughs> dropped.
0: <laughs> yeah, robbed as well. We're robbed of the warm water.
1: Yeah, um, and um. You're Well, you're doing your cycle trip on Saturday, aren't you? For a, yeah, how yeah. long's that one?
2: That's, uh, so it's, uh, it's four weeks in India in total, three weeks of um, uh, riding motorcycles. So it's up in uh, um, go to Ladakh and then into the Spitty Valley, and uh, then we go into this remote valley called the Zanskar. You can only get in there like two months of the year mm. and uh, riding into the uh it's having worn uh, don't expect any luxuries you know it's uh it's very basic but it's spectacular yeah um, are you, you taking your butler with you <laughs> no <laughs> uh and then uh, and then um the fourth week is uh we're going to Srinagar. we've got a houseboat to go on the lake there um which uh, should be uh, should be interesting uh yeah, and then um, and back down here. Then I'm going down to South Australia. We're going to do uh, the end of the cuttlefish season, and then we're going to do Port Hughes. Port Hughes well, that's jetty. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, What's that, yeah, What's yeah, that yeah. one then? So that's on the um, on the Spencer Gulf, uh, about halfway down. Um, and uh, I dived there. Was it last year? It's it's a really nice jetty. It's hmm. um, it's not as good as. It's, it's not as good as edisberg you
0: don't get the leafy there
2: no okay. but, it, but there's some really nice oh. stuff on the pillars and all the rest of it I, lots I, of
0: lovely macro there yeah um, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. banks and
2: so we're going to do uh like about four days at wayala and then three days at port Hughes, and then um, and then i'm going back up to Bali. I'm, I'm going over to pineda for um, a friend of mine's coming in from uh, from france and uh we've done we you know, I've known her for years and we've dived various places in Indonesia together and also Mm -hmm. Timor-Leste and she's coming in uh, and we're going to have uh, about four days in Pineda. Have you you organised who you're diving with yet? Not yet. Uh, We've booked accommodation but the, uh, probably Mambo uh, is the... uh, is who we're looking at, uh, but the, the, you know, you you really need to establish. You, you need you need to be known there to be able to get on the best sites. It's my you, you know, mate, my experience. You, there.
1: You, you're looking right across the table. Uh, my one of my best mates owns a dive shop there. Really? Yeah, I'll hook you up.
2: Okay, brilliant.
1: It's um, big shout out to Jace. He was on the on the first season and. Um, he he owns and runs Blue Corner Nusa Oh, Panita. Blue Corner,
2: yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm just down the road. I'm just literally just like across the beach from him. And uh, where are you staying? Um, oh my, God. not ask No, I can't okay. remember the I just booked it. That's why I can't remember. Okay, it?
1: no, but yeah, I'll hook you up with Jace. Um,
2: do, do we? Do we? Do we premiere? Just
1: oh made, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he will sort you out with an Ivan. He's he's exceptionally good fun and um oh, okay. nick and suna the the dive pros that that work for him uh, we used to work together in thailand um, right, right, you'll okay. you'll have a, a great time with okay, them they're lovely you're on okay yeah. brilliant oh. you'll fit in like you are at home okay.
0: fit like a glove yeah okay, that's <laughs> good.
1: a white glove
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah then i get back from there and then i'm going to um uh, mexico for the um, crocodiles uh, I, did it about four three years ago but i want mm. to go back and get some specific images and then i'm going down to uh, argentina for the uh, southern right whales
1: oh, bloody uh, hell. oh uh, you bit yeah you were that one's the one that's been delayed for so long yeah
2: but both those trips were from 2020 um so this is uh, on the valdez peninsula in patagonia and
0: uh, is that when the the orcas come up on the beach
2: um, no, that's further further south. This is right. uh, this is like um, it's kind of like it's a bit like Harvey Bay is for the humpbacks okay. or, or whatever. You know, uh, it's like a sheltered area where the uh, southern rights come in with the uh, many females and, and with the calves. And apparently they're really easy to approach. You know, they come into you, and so yeah, we'll see. But it's obviously a bit bit chilly. And
0: uh, has been there, oh really, and done it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Who are you diving with in Mexico? Who's doing the crocodiles?
2: That's um, Shellac um, uh, Dive Centre is who it's run through. Uh, so they organise the logistics to get you out of there, and you stay at the on um, the fishermen's huts, the Prafulitos as they call, which is like. Basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basic. They're like little fishing huts, are they? they, they they're like a hut on stilts. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the only water is what they get, ca- you know, rainwater. Yeah. And, um, yeah, <laughs> basic. You sleep in hammocks, uh, so you two nights out there. Yeah. Uh, and by the time you come back, you feel like a, you know, you feel like a paperclip. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you're, it's just like you know, a pretzel or something, you know, because you, you don't sleep very well. And... Uh, but it's pretty exciting stuff. Getting in uh, first time in the water with the crocodiles is like, you know, nerve wracking. And um
0: it's scarier than sharks, isn't
2: it? Yeah, very much so. I yeah, did crocodiles. it in Cuba. Yeah, really. Yeah,
1: that, I, 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 I must admit, I, I, I would love to do it just for the photography element. Yeah, but I do have that anticipation. And like, when you dive with sharks, you can kind of read what they're going to do.
2: Yeah. With a crocodile, no, there's no. It's there's a nothing. of wood. Yeah. There's, there's with nothing, fucking yeah.
1: big teeth. Yeah. You yeah, don't know it's, when
2: it's going to move. It's this intense kinetic energy on a coil spring. Yeah. And you don't know when the springs are going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, you, you you just don't know. And the – the, the rep- I didn't know this at the time. It was only after when I – after my first trip there, then I, I, I did some articles on it and I read up about the American crocodile. Mm. That's what they are, American crocodiles, which yeah. are a saltwater yeah. crocodile. But they, they they will attack on the land. But the parent – you know, there's no almost none recorded um, – uh, incidents of attacking in the water, really? Yeah, but you know, you wonder if you, you know you, you've met the one who didn't get the memo. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's they, just, just no sign. Yeah, they look at you know they they come in and they're just completely immobile. But yeah. they
0: they move fast too. But yeah, but to, there's this yeah.
2: intense kinetic yeah. energy there that's just waiting to explode. Oh, and they're designed to do, it, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's scary. First time I was, I got in the water. <laughs> I was really scared. You know. Yeah. Um, not, not knowing what to expect and uh, yeah anyway so that, that, that's um, that's um, that's Mexico and I go from there straight down to uh, Buenos Aires and out to, to something or other. I can't remember the name no, no, no. on the Valdez yeah, yeah for, no. the, for the southern rights uh,
1: okay what uh, when, when's that what month is that
2: August August next year this year this year yeah okay so that's you know I, I do and then come back down and I've got about a week in Australia yeah and then um and then um, go to the US. And what's what's Mrs.
1: Don doing? Is she staying here, or are you going to no? She's, move a, back she's to up Bali? in Bali at the moment. Uh, so
2: we're trying to get um, you know her um, uh, Kitas Kitap, her mm. residence visa. She had one, and um, uh, because of COVID, it all expired. So we have to go through all the rigmarole of reapplying. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. it's just painful uh, what you have to do. And uh, but anyway, it's progressing, and um. um uh, you know, so so hopefully in the next month or so she'll get a residence visa, which is makes it all easier going in and out. You know, otherwise yeah. you you're on the thirty day visa thing, yeah, you know, visa on arrival, and you can extend that once. Yeah, but then you, you know you've got to go out. Yeah, yeah, which is a pain. And do, uh, do
1: they not do in Indo? Do they not do the retirement visa the same as Thailand? Like yeah, 50, they do. 50 yeah, plus? yeah,
2: but I just didn't want to say
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't ask me. <laughs>
2: Like I'm only a couple of years away from yeah, fifty yeah, myself. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting one. You're eligible from fifty-five, uh, so uh, uh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I, I've got no problems.
2: But the uh, I'm talking about my wife here, you know. So please. Uh, so it's okay, uh, she doesn't listen. It's all right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you don't know. Uh, don't take any risks. Well. Um, uh, yeah, that's the. It's a retirement visa, and it gives you what's called a key tap, I think it's called, mm. uh, as opposed to a key pass. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's that allows you to come and go out and do what you want. You know, um, uh, but I'll probably have to try and get mine next year because I, I, I used to travel in and out on my APEC card, yeah. which was brilliant, and um, an APEC card for a long time. But that, you know, expired you the pandemic as well. So, so yeah.
1: Well, you just you're, you're not there, are you? All this traveling you're doing.
2: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're going to get application and say, "Well, what's the point, fella? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not a big deal for me. You know, uh, you can get visa on arrival, and you can extend that by thirty days. I, yeah. I don't think I've spent, I've ever been in a situation where I've spent more than sixty days in Bali because I'm in and out all the time. But, um, but I tell you, it was great to get back there. Yeah, um, you know, you, you, two years away, <laughs> you forget why you went there, sort of thing. You know, it was like you settled back into Sydney and all the rest of it. Um, but I really enjoyed being back in Bali, and I've got some <coughs> re-established some connections with um, my favourite liverboard there, and I'm doing some stuff with them, uh, Um, yeah. um okay. yeah, so all, all the liverboard trips and I've done in uh, in Indonesia have been on uh, on on the ondina
0: pandita's going out of bali now isn't it yeah it's yeah doing uh, all its trips out of bali to yeah travel.
2: um and I, I know eddie quite well i uh i did a I interviewed him actually for an article you know about his life and everything he's really interesting guy Eddie from mm-hmm. willie he's did you know what we talked about eddie no no so um the if you look at the explorers of um the archipelago, yeah. um, it's really quite interesting. If you just look if you just concentrate on Roger Ampat, the two people who really started all that was Eddie, Eddie From he built the first boat, the Pindito, and and then he you know, sailed into Roger Ampat and he was the him and remember Larry Smith? Larry Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. On his boat. So they were the first people who who uh, explored um, by boat and then the Max Hammer was the first person who uh, uh, to set up a, a you know um, um, some on the, on the islands at crete, so I, I interviewed him actually uh, a couple of months ago a really interesting character a uh, you get him talking, and he's like, he's just a natural, you know. He just this stuff comes out, and he talks about things he's done. and uh, a, a big, I'm a big fan of Jared Diamond. Do you know who Jared Diamond is? He he wrote. He's a professor of uh, ULCA Berkeley, and he's written the Guns, Germs, and Steel. Collab- anyway, he's, he's a very well traveled and very well published, very well respected person who, or writer uh, and professor who talks about kind of evolution and you know and he and he, and he factors in you know Roger Ampert Papua New Guinea into all this really mm-hmm. interesting when you read his books so uh, I'm talking to Max I oh yeah yeah Jared we, we've done several trips together and we you know we got the helicopter then we went here and we got a helicopter I was like oh my god you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're dying of jealousy here when you hear him talk about the stuff he's done it's amazing you know yeah, yeah. so yeah so th- those are the the pioneers and uh, rickard the guy who um, runs on dina he was probably third in the queue uh, he, he told me the story when they built their boat twenty twenty two years ago it was eddie who helped him he said well, well try here and try there i mean it's a big place yeah you know where'd you go yeah. where'd you dive yeah and so eddie had done a lot of the pioneering and worked out you know where the best sites were, and Max had worked out how to dive those sites in the Dampier Strait, and both shared information with uh, with Rickard when he when he started, it was like the third boat there. Yeah, I mean, there's like it's like a hundred now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Larry true. Smith had such a good reputation, especially yeah. with Americans. He brought yeah. a lot yeah. of the American yeah. market in. Yeah. I remember being up there, we were on Valerie Taylor's nephew's boat and um, Valerie likes a gin and tonic. (laughs) And we had about six bottles of gin, but we had no tonic water. So we were drinking gin and lemons. (laughs) And Larry came past in his boat. And we did a deal. We gave him two bottles of gin for <laughs> twelve cans of uh, tonic water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's another
2: Marquet. He's Valerie's he? He's another pioneer. He's been yeah, up there for years. He's still going. Still going so all, these,
1: all these names you're dropping in. You need to hook me up, man. I'm, um, nomadic Scubas opening up again. Oh, yeah. my, my travel agency. Yeah, and these are names that I've not got on the books, I'm more than well, happy to promote Mark has got them. a boat
0: called Seven Seas, he started off with um, Evening Star was the yeah, first Star, one right. um, well went right, on yeah. up there, yeah. Yeah. and he's been up there for a long time And
2: so, you know, there's a lot of people have come in and they, they, they offer all these trips, but mm-hmm. they don't know it yeah. Uh, yeah. as well.
0: And Damai, the crew on Damai, yeah, yeah. Um, Alberto the, you know, that is a beautiful Damai too is a mm-hmm. beautiful boat, and uh-huh.
1: Well you, you you've got to find the right people haven't you? And, yeah. I mean just picking up on what you said there done. You know I've been on boats where it's it's very clear that all they're doing is following the cattle. Yeah. They they have no bloody clue what they're doing. Yeah. You know they know how to dive and all that kind of stuff but they don't And their know crew haven't been with them to. for
0: long and the crew don't yeah. know what's at the dive sites and yeah. it, you know it's lovely to have I love looking for stuff myself but it's lovely to have a guide that knows his way around the reef if it's your first time mm. there and show you different little secret yeah, things that they that's, know.
1: That's the thing. And mm. if you're on a massive crossing or something like yeah. that and you're there for, I don't know, seven to ten days, you you expect to see yeah. certain elements. And it's so disheartening when, when you hit the dive site and then you get a message from a mate from another boat
0: oh, at we the saw same
1: this. night. Oh, did you see the yeah. uh, hammerhead shoal? No. Mm-hmm. Did you see the... No. Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on.
2: And, and you also need to, you know, you really need to know how to dive Roger Ampar and Komodo yes. yeah. and, you know, where the currents are. You need exactly. to know how to do that. And the guides need to know. And, but, you know, it, it's... It's yeah. not just dropping into no, typically water no. looking it's right, not. Right? It's, yeah. it's, you know, we're all do it it's like not like Chowder Bay where, no. you know, <laughs> it's a yeah. safe environment, isn't it, yeah. basically?
0: And I don't like the guides that are like Edward Scissorhands with their... Um, you know, they're pointers, they've mm. got so many bloody pointers, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. 10 or 20. <laughs> and you know, they'll move things and
2: yeah, put yeah.
0: things on, uh, like they put a nudibranch on something, nudibranch doesn't live on yeah. just for you to get a good photo. And you yeah. Well, no, I don't want that, just leave it where That's it is. Thing, I'm,
1: I, I, I'm adamant about mm. that as well. I refuse, i, mean, I it, you know, I, I'd go diving to take photographs, Yes, yeah. But if someone, if a guide, and I've had a couple of times, um, if they move, yeah, subjects. I refuse to take the photo. Well, and it's f- when they get it back on the boat, and they're like, well, why didn't you take it? Yeah. <laughs> because you interfered.
0: There oh. was one trip I did, and the guy was coming back, and he had these black backgrounds and every photo that he had. Mm. And you know, I was looking where the different subjects were and things like that. His guide had a black slate. Yes. And was putting everything on the black slate for him. Instead of you know, learning how to take a photograph of the black background, mm. just putting everything on this slate for him and mm. doing mm. it. poor
1: really angry. yeah. I've, I've seen people use black slates and i've used them myself as well but i don't i don't put subjects on the slate um if you if you can imagine uh, some soft corals with some really bright light behind it i will generally put a, a slate in the background just to assist with getting a, a cleaner background um but as for moving subjects it's a, yeah. for me it's a hard fast no no, Simple as. You just yeah. don't
0: do it. And, you know, I've been upside down, inside out, down at Chowder to try and get <laughs> get a photo of something because I hate moving them and and we won't name a certain person. But, you know, you see photos and you think, well, that didn't live there.
1: I've, I've got to be careful who I name now. Yes. Like you just said. Yes. <laughs>
0: And I've judged photo competitions and you know if people get into the finals you ask for the raw image Mm. and when you see the image and you look at what they sent in you think what yeah (laughs) Mm. what happened well there's
1: there's so much post editing Mm. that you get or post shot editing that you can do now it's insane i can make a really shit looking photo fantastic
0: oh i can't if I, if I don't get the photo i'm stuffed don yeah. knows that he looks to me sometimes and tried to teach me how to get rid of backscatter and, and i've got a folder at home you know don's helpful hints <laughs> 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 but it still doesn't work <laughs> anyway
1: a couple of things for you all oh, right there you go there we go one oh, for you
2: wow good oh for these? you oh just what i need actually
1: oh yeah, yeah. me too Nice little cheeky little
2: scuba oh, goat
0: mash strap. That's great. I need some, one. <laughs> I've
1: got some stickers in there as well. So. Oh,
0: fantastic!
1: Remind me before we go, and you can have some for your for your oh, cars, for a, yeah, or your tanks, whatever you want to do. Great, thanks. And anyone who wants a mash strap with a scuba goat on it, it's uh, it's available on the uh, online store. Coming soon. No, Good. Uh, cheers, gang. Thanks for the uh, yeah. thanks for the beers.
0: <laughs> I um I'm going in the chairman's lounge. on... Oh yeah, I'm, fly- I'm flying with Haley down to um, South Australia, and she's a member of the Chairman's Lounge.
2: Oh my what's, goodness!
1: What's the Chairman's Lounge?
0: Oh, the,
2: the it's like it's like the rarest air uh, you can have uh, with Qantas. Uh, so uh, there's only one. Only one level higher. That's a blowjob from the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Second-hand knowledge. <laughs>
1: so it's uh, so chairman's lounge. Uh, chairman's lounge. Did you say? Yeah. So it's like it's the, above it's platinum. Hidden. It's, it,
0: it's, a it's a hidden. Door. No, it's above platinum. I'm platinum yep. anyway. But it's a hidden door. It's um.
1: Hold on a moment. You're above, you're platinum already. Mm. Mm. So you do do a shit ton of travelling.
0: Oh, I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I haven't so, so much. Y-
2: y- if you, pl- I- I'm platinum as well, so I'm platinum plus. Uh, but have oh, got to get the plus in.
0: Contras that, oh. that, that, that you- <laughs> don't have plus. I'm platinum for life. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. That, 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 hell. That, that was my goal, but yeah, I'm not there yet. So. but but, but, the, but the thing is, when you go up, you know, there's like there's the there's the, ch- there's the um, <coughs> A first Class Lounge, and then there's the Business Lounge. So if you platinum them, you can go in the First Class Lounge, which is really nice, you know, yeah. really well done. But there's a secret door. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and, and But I read a really interesting article about the Chairman's Lounge. So it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Yeah. It's like it's, um, you know, it no matter what you're doing or whatever, it's, it's a very specific invitation. Yeah. So, you, you know, you can't kind of just earn it. It's not like, you know, three gazillion points and then yeah. you're in. It's yeah. like if you do you know. So it's almost like a, a knighthood or something, yeah. you know, where where you've done something, you know, and you've earned the entree. yeah. Into that lounge, but the it's a it's, it's, it, it,
0: entry or the entree.
2: Well, he's <laughs> <well, laughs> uh, trying to be posh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, pardon me, dear. Uh, so you know that's that's your, that's your, how you get in. God knows who's in there. I don't know, but yeah. it's very, very, very rare. Uh.
1: Do I just pull that microphone a little bit more towards yep. you, mate?
2: Yeah. Well, I I think it's think the we beard you're starting to lean back. No, no I, didn't think we were, didn't I, I didn't think this was a bit recording. But. Oh, yeah. I'm putting
1: all of this in, especially oh, the bit goodness. about a pilot and a blowjob. <laughs> Jane told me about that one. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. He thinks I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I feel I, I feel like a you know a pauper now. I'm I'm gold and very comfortable going in the business lounge. And you know, if I travel with a missus then she's platinum, so we go into the, the first lounge, and that's quite nice. It is. I, I do like that. But Germans, I didn't even know it even existed.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Do you do you have to shake hands with your left hand and show your left nipple or something like that? Is it? I haven't
0: a- got balls in the dick, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Could you be a bit more specific, Jane? Uh, <laughs> I did warn you, Matt. (laughs) Brilliant. That's all right. When we put it out, all I've got to do is put a little E on the uh, episode. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's, um, I don't think I'll ever get into the chairman. Oh,
0: Colin's so pissed off. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) This used to be a source of much um, um, joviality between, because I I used to be at PPS with Singapore Airlines when I was travelling in Asia a lot. What's PPS? Uh, privileged personal suite, so anyway, it's the it's the highest post, level thing. person service. Yeah, I don't know, I, 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 but it's it's very nice. You get into the first class lounge in Singapore and whatever you know, and uh, they really make a big fuss of you. Yeah. Um, to the point where, uh, where it's my wife's favourite thing in the world to go in business class in Singapore yeah. Airlines. Like, so we, we we get in there, and all I can hear is just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just happiness, you know, just happiness radiating out from the seat next to me. I don't have to say a word, you know. Everything's just like you know, she's, she's there in a happy place. Like, but the the steward will come back and uh, it happened to me first time it happened to me, I fell for it. You know, uh, the steward come back, and he says, Mister Silcock, uh, yes. Weren't you on the Shanghai flight two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually, yeah. I thought it was you, you know. <laughs> I, it wasn't. I, you know, they, they've, got, they, they've got the yeah, records gonna, of flight. Yeah. Right? But they, they do it particularly if you're travelling with your wife yeah. or your girlfriend. I don't, I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you're travelling with, you, with your partner sort of thing, they come back and make this big fuss of you mm. based on your last flight. Of course, you can't remember who it was, mm. but it works in treat. You know, you're, you're sort of like levitating in your state. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was me. You know, but it's, it's, it's bullshit, really. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a way of uh, apple polishing. But yeah. it, it, it's very nice the first time it happens. Second time, you think, no, I know, no, I'm not falling for this one again. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm. No, it was a few years ago. I mean, before COVID, clearly, um, I dragged the missus into cattle class where I'm more than happy, <laughs> yeah. uh, as long as I've got a bit of leg room. And um, same thing happened there. The... Um, Head steward came across and, uh, you know, welcomed her on board and thank you for flying with Contus, all that kind of stuff. We'd like a bit of champagne, et cetera, et because cetera, she's platinum.
0: Yeah. You it, know, it, so it's nice. It works.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: upgraded Colin and I as a surprise back from, oh, to South Africa and back from South Africa. So I had a pile of points, and from business to first, it's not that many points. So yeah. I thought I'd do a nice surprise and that upgraded us to first and when we got on, oh, welcome back Captain Christopher <laughs> and Miss <laughs> <Mr>. Jenkins <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, sure
1: <laughs> Well, I've got my points from prior to Covid and um, I've got to go back to the UK in July because my old man he's having a major major oh. knee surgery and he lives on his own, so I'm going to go back and, and play nurse and so beat, beat him up a bit. Where's um, home? in the UK? Well, I, I was born just north of Liverpool Okay. Um Obviously, you're not far from. Yeah. And then, but my dad is originally from Kent, so he lives in Kent now. So I need to go back for a few weeks and look after him and help him out. And um, it's a long flight to the UK Mm. from here. So I kind of looked at the points and uh, I can upgrade to business on the points. Yeah. But then we've got the Galapagos trip next year. And it's an even longer that's flight. That's a long way. Yeah. Yeah. A long, long, way. So I think yeah. I'm going to torture myself to the UK and and just put up with the rigor mortis and the arsehole in front that yeah. doubles their seat back kind yeah. of thing and um, save it up for the Galapagos trip. Because that's, yeah. a, that's a that's long It's long, a, long that's a long way, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which way are you going?
1: Um, we'll probably go via Dallas. Yeah. Flor- mm. Florida, Dallas, something like yeah. that. Um, I know you can go through... South America and it's cheaper and that kind of thing. But um,
2: I, I tend to, I, I like to stick with the mainstream airlines. Well, the like Qantas,
0: Qantas aren't flying to San Diego yet, are they?
2: No, no. no. Santiago. I just booked for to go to, Mexico. I'm going through Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. Mm. That's 17, 17 hours, I think it is. It's yeah. Like, yeah. That's a know, great you, flight. You, yeah. You, you, you know, it's a long flight when you can get drunk three times. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was told with Qantas, the Dallas flight, because it's such a long flight, they don't fill the aircraft with passengers because they've got to take a chock-a-block load of fuel. Yes. So you're always right. going it's, to it's get empty seats. Mm. You're, wow. you're not going to have a full flight. Yeah, and this so, is why
1: I was sa- thinking, of, you know, save the points up and, mm. and upgrade. I mean, the misses will automatically be business or first, something like that because uh, you know, platinum, yeah. you know, probably plus as well along, along with you, Don. But um, <laughs> for me, cattle class, uh, I'm quite happy to go into business. We did it Last time we did Galapagos, we came back via business because Jazz, um, bless her, we left Dallas, flew back here, landed at ten past six in the morning, and she went straight to the office. Um, and she couldn't have done that if we'd have stayed in yeah in economy. Mm. But business class, she could, you know, mm. could stretch yeah. out and, and spark out for a good 10, 12 hours. Mm. I That's just reckon
0: old. I've come to an age in life where I've done it tough all those years. Yeah. And, you know, if I can afford it now, I'm going to be a little bit more comfortable. And by the time you pay your excess luggage with scuba diving gear and everything, you're halfway to business class seat anyway.
1: Exactly. So, yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of relying on the, the the points and the gold status, but it seems like I'm way down the list now
2: if there's a chairman's club as well. <laughs> I, I don't think, um, um, you know, that's really rare. It's... Um, uh, you know, the fact that there's, like, a secret door in here. What's the password? I'll send you,
1: photo? you, I'll might, send you know? photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where
2: are, you, where are you going for that trip, then?
0: Uh, South Australia. Okay. And then I'm going to Cairns. I'm doing the Minkies in Cairns. Yeah. going yeah. to do the Minky oh, We had
1: uh, Martin on last week who was talking about the Minky Whales. Okay. Uh, Scuba IQ. Uh, oh,
0: they're beautiful. I love Minky Whales. Mm.
1: It's
0: only whale that will come and find you.
1: That's what he was saying. Yeah. Just hang it, on the line and just sit and wait. Yeah,
0: they'll come to the boat. The boat, you know, you'll cruise around, you'll be at reefs, but mm. the Minky Whales will come to the boat and they'll just play and it's amazing. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm. So do you, um, just thinking about uh, photography, because I know us two are keen on it, you, you obviously take camera underwater with you. What, what are you shooting with?
0: I've just changed to mirrorless. I've Ooh. gone the Z62 and Sota housings.
1: What's a Z6 two?
0: Nikon. The oh, you're, Nikon,
1: you're in that party. I'm camp, in right? that party. Sorry, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I, I'm loving it.
1: Yeah, I'm find it What was the previous one that you were using?
0: Uh, D800. Okay. And the SeaCam housing. Yeah. So, uh, and it was. I was happy with the D800. I knew it inside out, but mm. it was the weight factor. Yeah. You know, when you get to my age and you go, a camera you've got to carry, and it's heavy. I wanted to go lighter and slightly smaller if I could. Yeah. So it took me a long time, didn't it, to yeah. f- fiddle around and think. And because I was changing housings as well, I had the opportunity to go Canon, to go Sony, whatever. But I stuck with the um, Nikon, and I mm-hmm. went the Z6 II, and... Yeah, I've been really happy with it. And the yeah. Isotta housing small, it's light. Um yeah.
1: Isotta's kind of I, I kind of view it as like the Ferrari of.
0: It's red. <laughs> it's, they just look
1: sexy, don't they?
0: Yeah, and they did a little seahorse on the back. Yeah. Me. Yeah, it was No, I I can't complain about it at all. I'm loving it. It's it's still I'm still learning it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your brain is when you've used a camera for ten years, your brain just automatically knows which buttons to press and to change things. Mm. And I find I still have to look occasionally. Yeah. But the frogfish the other day I've never used the video on the camera and people saying to me, Oh, you know, that camera's really good for video, you should try mm-hmm. that. And I thought, Well, how would you do that? And I'm just looking at this frogfish, I pushed the switch to video. Mm. That was it.
1: That was it. You didn't colour balance or anything no. like that? <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good.
0: So, you know, it was, yeah, I'm really impressed with it. Mm. So, it's a much lighter setup. Um, when I travel to Fiji with my Pelican case, I'm normally struggling to get it under 32 kilos. Mm-hmm. And I think it was 24 kilos this time. Okay. So,
1: well, you do know that if you're traveling on a flight and you take a camera bag, and tell them it's camera equipment, they completely ignore it um, and disregard it, even though you can take it on as as carry-on. They they right. effectively treat it as a, a lady's purse, a big one. Hmm. Um, I've taken 11 kilos of camera equipment.
0: Well, I did have 17 kilos of fan luggage as well. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <crikey. laughs>
0: when we, we go to the airport, it's... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I could tell you some stories about carry on uh, mm-hmm. over the years but uh yeah it's uh, it's one of those things it's it's you it's know, who's
0: checking you in as well isn 't yeah. it yeah if
2: you and, get uh, the uh, bit
0: from hell or you get
2: and and i i i swear by just being polite and mm. humble and' don't, don't you know and uh, you you can usually get away with uh, stuff and uh, uh, one of the reasons I, I work out a lot is so I can stand there and pretend my backpack's weightless. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I fell over, I couldn't get up, you know. I, my, my, sometimes my, kilo, my carry-on sometimes is 25 kilo, yeah, with everything I've got, and uh, so I always keep my backpack on you know, on my back and stand there as if it's weightless, you know, and invisible. Yeah. yeah, and then I've got like another small roll on with my housing and whatever and some reports and. <clears throat> yeah. It's all very well doing that, though.
0: But it, when you're going to have to lift it into the headlock,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's sort of, its a pain,
1: holy it?
2: especially <laughs> at Don's, right? Because you've got to take a stepladder to get up to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the twenty-five kilo, yeah, two, ki- two kilos, of stepladder. <laughs> but the—it's—it's—it's uh, it's just part of the thing, you know. Uh, I mean, my um, all the stuff I take with me. But if you go into these places and you—you you, know—you're taking photographs. Um, it's just the way it is, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm so looking forward to Indo, and
1: you know, like I say, you can pop down to Mossman and do the macro a bit. But I've not. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Apart from the quick trip to Thailand, I've not had much chance to play around with my camera underwater. Um, and I've gone mirrorless, the same as you, right. the, the, the Canon, and same reasons. I had a Canon um, compact beforehand, the G Seven X Mark Two, and. Um, uh, fantasy line housings, and I've moved on to. Um, I, I stuck with Canon because that second nature feel of yeah. knowing how it all works, and I'm sure throughout Don's many, 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 many years with Nikon, he's done the same. Um, and it, it's the, the the M6. It's it's so small and compact, and it can just do so much more. Um, I know I'm going to fuck up a lot of photos, but I know there's going to be one there's or gonna- two. That are just going to make it all worth <clears throat> yeah. and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Really can't.
2: Well, I, I've just got to jump in here and tell you about. I'm going to tell you about the because <laughs> uh, it all came together for me in uh, in the Philippines. I um, 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 prior to just prior to COVID, I was forced to um, house my D850 because my I was previously I had been using a D500 and but the housing, mm-hmm. I just abused it was falling to pieces. I had to go in for a full service with Nordicam which you know, takes about three months mm-hmm. it goes back like a new housing but you know, it has to go all the way back to Shenzhen I think is where their factory is and to be effectively completely refurbished Yeah, fantastic job, good, brand new when it comes back yeah. but you're without it for three months so I, I, I already had the D at 50 and so it was like well I've got these trips booked and yeah so I I I bought a housing for the D850 and uh, I've got the uh, wide angle conversion port, which you probably don't know what it is, but it's like a special huge. port, huge thing. It weighs about three kilos, but it's optical glass port. That um, and I, I I got that just before the pandemic, and I used it on one trip, but I was still getting my head around it. I've used it a bit uh, here in Australia, but not on an intensive thing like you do where you're on a liverboard and you're diving, you know, four dives a day and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, So I had that, and then I've got these Italian straws, one one underwater straws, which I bought a few years ago, but I sent back to Italy in November last year to get the firmware upgraded, so they do high-speed sync. Okay. Which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it's I'm so excited about the results I've had because it means you can sink you, you you wouldn't use it underwater, but you can sink up to one eight thousandth of a second. The the, the normal limitation is two one two fifty. Yeah. yeah. I think the Z six is one two one, hundred. Yeah. Right. So uh I, I found the combination of the the, the the wide angle conversion port with the D eight fifty, the image quality, the pixel quality was astounding and um the ability to, you know, dial in high shutter speeds and get dramatic dark blue backgrounds, and, and the strobes will still punch through mm. and and light the foreground was I, I, some of the best images I've ever taken yeah. with this. Uh, I I, I just was this all, the
1: bad boy that you were using down in SA when you were on the Rodney Fox.
2: Uh no 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 exactly. you wouldn't you, see the the, 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 the wide angle conversion port is about five thousand dollars. yeah. So the thing is you're gonna get it dinged in the cage. Yeah yeah. So you just wouldn't take it in the you know I wouldn't take it in the cage. You're gonna you, it's gonna get dinged hmm. the glass and um, uh, so no. Um, so I um, uh, this was the first full full on liverboard trip where I was diving four di- four dives a day for like. You know, two trips yeah. and um, really got into this this combination. It, it's a killer combination. I'm just like astounded with the quality of the best I've ever done. Really, I'm yeah, best something
0: of something too,
2: isn't it? It's it's it's. it's, it's uh, I was just astounded with the uh, with the results. I, so, um,
0: you use I- Clyde, do you? I do. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's um, the, the the thing with the M6, the Canon M6 um, Mark II. Um, is that it's very limited on what um, is available to take it underwater. And Icolite was the one that stood out. Yeah. And, you know, I chatted for, back and forth with Chris up in Digital
0: the, diver. Is it
1: Cairns? Digital yeah, diver Chris underwater. the digital
0: diver in yeah. yeah, he's a great um, guy. He's
1: great. He's and he's fantastic. So, yeah. so clued up with what yeah. you need. Um, it was just a, a no brainer. So
0: And the housing doesn't take the image.
1: It's no, exactly.
0: It you it know. It, the I say to people they they say to me, "Oh, what housing do I, I've got a limited budget?" Well, your housing doesn't take your image. So spend more on your camera and your lenses. Mm. And you know, I clients have been around for years and years and years. And years ago, I was the ambassador for Olympus cameras, okay. and it was. When they first brought out, remember the dog camera and things like that, when mm. they first brought out. And they gave me, it was their SLR, an E3, and they gave me an Olympus housing that went with it. Mm. But never had all the bits that you could go underwater and take a decent photo. There was always something missing. And um, I actually bought an iclite housing for it. Yeah. Until I got caught down at Shelley Beach one day with um, I was coming out of the water and the head of Olympus was in <laughs> Australia walking down. Oh, Jane. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> uh, Olymp- um, I glide, I've just made a housing for your camera. So I'm just trying it out. <laughs> but I needed the images to give them, but I couldn't use their housing.
2: Mm, so, um, I remember that.
0: But Olympus have come ahead in leaps and bounds, Oh, they're
1: amazing. Mm. You look at um, some of the photos that are coming through now, especially on the macro front
0: with the TGC. I still swear, their lenses are the best glass lenses I have. It's amazing. How many years ago was I the Olympus ambassador? 15 years ago. Yeah, at least Mm -hmm. 15 years. And I look back at macro photos now, and my God, they are so sharp. And Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. But... And I think then you were lucky if you got 12 megapixels from the mm-hmm. camera. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah but that was huge if you got 12 megapixels.
1: I was chatting with, um, you might have seen him on um, visit a View Times, Salvo, chatting with him, I think it was last week, week before, and he's just moved on. He's he's now gone up to DSLR um, from the TG6. Right. I'm like, dude, you're going to have a big shock. Yeah. Because <laughs> going from a TG6 to a DSLR, it's, it's going to be. It's like a huge step down for at least the first six months because that, that, that TG6 is just it's a exceptionally great level good. It's
0: brilliant, yeah. And,
1: and he's won photographic competitions all mm. over the world with that thing. It's a phenomenal piece of kit. I've
0: still got my original Nikon 2, Nikonos 2. Really? Mm, I've got um, the Calypso. Mm. I've got a 2, 3, a 4. I hated the 4. <laughs> I've got a 5. <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, So if you got got... Um, have you got variations as well so you've got macro lenses and, and wide angle
0: yeah and with the z camera when that came out they brought a range of z lenses mm. which are beautiful lenses but the lenses are lighter too okay so y- you've got a z camera for top side
1: well yeah, you right, know right, when I'm... you're
0: not using your multi-million dollar ones but
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the hundred and thousand million megapixel camera yeah
0: <laughs> and they're just great little cameras aren't they they
2: they're, they're, they're t- terrific i i or, like, I've got two setups for landscape. I've got the Fujifilm GFX medium format, which is a lot of pixels. And every uh, hundred, yeah, the hundred S is hundred. You know, but, but but the thing is, if you like, if you do um, image stacking, you know, you, you you end up with like files that are like ten gigabytes. Yeah. By the time you go through Photoshop and put layers and all, it's like mm. unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. But the uh, I also use. I've got a Z6 and a Z7. Um, which is what I'm taking to India, and um, the, there's, you know, the, the, there's the top of the range zooms, which are 2.8, which are really good. I've, I've got them, but they're they're too big to travel with on a motorbike. Yeah. So there's the f4 zooms, which is one mm. you're talking about, and th- those are the ones I'm taking to uh, to India because they're smaller and lighter, and about <clears throat> eighty five to ninety percent of the capability of the really top line lenses, but. Yeah. You know, it's it's good enough. Um, Especially when you're restricted on weight. So, the camera's the the, the basic thing these days is the camera's not the issue. It's you. (laughs) Yes. It's (laughs) it's the user. Yeah. You can't blame the camera. Nothing pisses
0: me off more than somebody says, Oh, your camera takes good photos, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, Well, actually, there is somebody behind it pressing the button. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. Or
0: what settings have you got your camera on? And, well, what camera are you using? It's not the same as mine. You're using something totally different. Mm. If I tell you my settings, you're going to get pissed off because it's not going to be the same. Are you using
1: a Dyson Hoover or are you using something from Aldi? Mm. You know, there's a big difference. But Mm. um, so on the wide angle front, uh, have you got a favourite kind of lens that you go to for your wide angle?
0: Um, I've got the 14 to 30. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is quite nice, but I'm starting to really love. I've got the eight to sixteen, yeah. and with the Z cameras, you can buy an adapter, so you can use the older Nikon lenses and the little baby macro port, mm. and you can focus so close with that. So you a, get a a 10, nice.
1: What do you say? it Was that?
0: Um eight to sixteen? Okay, and so you get nice. You know, you might have a frogfish, but you'll have all the nets behind it and everything. Yeah, and it's,
2: yeah.
0: I'm starting to like that lens quite a bit.
2: By yeah. wide-angle wide wide angle macro, is yeah. the is the terminology, and it's yeah. like if you have the right combination of stuff, you, it, it, especially with Jane's smaller housing, um, it's not as intimidating. Mm. for the creatures if you, you yeah. know, try to get in close with you know with a big port and all the rest of it then mm. you know it's like who's this guy you know <laughs> whereas if you um w- with that wide angle i, I love wide angle yeah angle. it's it's, yeah. it's a whole you know but it's not easy to do and you need the right combination and that 816 is a fantastic lens yeah. and adapted on the z's uh, it works very very well yeah nice very nice
1: and what what are you on wide angle Underwater,
2: um, with my 850, I, w- using this wide-angle conversion pole. I've got the equivalent of uh, 13 rectilinear with really sharp corners, yeah, which is a huge advantage. And using the zoom, I've got in there, it gives me the, f- roughly from 13 millimeter mm. on full frame to about 50. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and it focuses really close. So yeah. and it's really really sharp. You know, it's a pain in the butt. The the, the rig that I take in the water weighs fifteen kilos. Really? Yeah, the the camera, the housing, the port, the strobes. Yeah, but underwater it's neutral, so it's not it's not an issue. Um, The way I've got it set up with the buoyancy arms and all the rest of it. Yeah, Um, and it's worth all the you know, the hernia that you get carrying it around because <laughs> the, the results you get back. Especially, with, I can't tell you how over the moon I am with this high-speed sync. It's, it's a phenomenal thing uh, to, to be able to... I mean, underwater, you've got three... Well, with photography generally, you've, you've got three variables. You, you know, you've got your shutter speed, you've got your f-stop, mm. and you've got your ISO. Well, with underwater photography, you're limited, depending on the camera, to 1, one 250th of a second. That's your limit, mm. right? This removes that limit. So you know, I was regularly. Why, why, used...
1: Hold on, just just for people who are listening, why are you limited to one two hundred fiftieth?
2: Because um, that's the synchronization speed. I, I, if you use, you can set it to say one five hundredth of a second, mm-hmm. and it'll fire. But what you get is a black bandel on the bomb. Oh, at the top, mm. Or the top, because mm. the 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 shutter speed. It's too fast for the light from the strobe to cover it. Gotcha. So what you get is this black band. So the effective limit is, depending on the camera, so between one two hundred to one three twentieth. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what high-speed sync does is rather than sending out one flash of light, it sends out multiples. So uh, you- does
0: it? You can't see,
2: you can't. You can't
0: see. You're not
2: going to throw an epileptic fit underwater. Uh, no, no, well... <laughs>
0: um... and does it work with all strobes or just the French No, ones? no, there's,
2: there's only a couple of strobes that will do it.
0: And which ones are they?
2: So uh, the uh, Retra will do it, but you need uh-huh. a special adapter. And then the, my one underwater ones will do And a Secam strobe, 160s, will also do high-speeching. Okay. So my one underwater ones, which are Italian... They've got it, and but you have to. <laughs> so I, I sent the strolls back to Italy, got them serviced, got the firmware upgrade. They sent me the photographs to show me to prove to me that it'll do the high speed sync. When I came back, I connected it with my. Um, on my uh, D850 housing, hmm. and I've got the TTL uh, circuit board in there. Right. right? And that's got, like, a, a switch that you can set for different strokes. So mm. I set it, for, like, for zero, which is just, like, send the full signal. Hmm. But it won't work. So, cut a long story short, I had to get a special circuit board made that just passes through the signal. Uh-huh. And it allowed, so it sends the signal from the Nikon camera unfiltered, to the strobes, and the strobes know it's an unfiltered signal, and therefore the, what comes through on that signal, if you set it to FP, focal plane shutter, mm. it's got a special setting in, in, in flash, that tells a strobe to switch to this, you know. So what it does is, like, if you set it for the 1800th of a second, it will send out, you can't, it's not, it's not visible to the naked eye, but it'll send out multiple small flashes. Yeah. In milliseconds, microseconds, right? That fill in as the shutter's yeah, there, okay. right? Yeah, so you don't yeah. get the black band. Yeah. What this allows you to do then? So my, my settings for that I learned to use in Tubataha was, you know, you need about f11 to get the sharp corners, mm-hmm. right? On this with this wide-angle conversion port, right? That's the minimum you need to go. You can go a bit lower, but you start to lose the really it gets a bit soft. It gets a bit soft in the corners, yeah. but whereas F11, it's slow motor, it, it, it's unbelievably sharp all the way across, right? Yeah. So that's kind of set. With the D850, you can go up to easily ISO a thousand without getting any major noise, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the. Not because of the quality of the sensor. Yeah. Right. And you can dial in. A shutter speed to, so, you know, so the shutter speed is what controls the background. The f-stop and the power of the strobes can tr- is, is like, you kind know, of what controls the foreground. Yeah. So there's enough power in these strobes, although it drains the batteries quite quickly. Okay. So you can... You can you <laughs> I was going to no, ask you that. Yeah. Well, normally I can do four dives on one charger. What I found was using high-speed sync, it really starts to... So I had to charge the strobes after the second dive. Yeah. Right? But it, it gives you this... Incredible capability to get this superb background, yeah, which is a function of the shutter speed that you can't do in any other way. Yeah, you can't do it in any other way.
1: Do the do the strobes get super hot um, above the surface?
2: Um, I didn't, I didn't notice anything, I, and and they were, you know, they were completely reliable. Okay, um, I, I, I can. You know, to use that well-known Australian technical term, I was like a dog with two dicks when I, <laughs> when, when I realised what this would do.
1: Yeah.
2: And I, I, you know, I know the owner of one underwater. Mm. I, I, I I sent him this you know email. I said, oh, I've just used this. This is what I've done. I can't believe the results, you know. Yeah. This combination of the D850, which is the best DSLR you can get from Nikon, yeah. um, combined with the wide-angle conversion board, which gives you this incredible optical quality, Underwater, uh, and this high-speed sink, which allows you to use these mm. fast shutter speeds. So once you once you get come to, t- I mean, initially I was like, how does this work? I couldn't work it out. My my brain doesn't work very well underwater. <laughs> doesn't work, you know, that, that, that well generally I suppose. But but underwater, you know, and then you start to oh wow, you know, and then you can get you know the beams of light
0: and well, the images you put up were stunning. Thank you. Thank you. They were beautiful. They weren't yeah. that bad, were they? Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that, that's a compliment from me.
0: <laughs> In case you weren't able
2: to recognise it, as an undert-
1: undertone of jealousy. That, you know? that, that was a compliment. <laughs> oh, good
2: on you. Good on you.
1: Um, well, gang, I think we'll wrap it up there. And on um, yeah, on that <laughs> note, yeah, yeah.
2: Matt, Matt only does one compliment per show. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's all you get.
1: That's all you Time get. I haven't got one yet. <laughs> I haven't got one. <laughs> oh, don't go fishing. <laughs> um, Jane, welcome to the show. It's been an absolute Thank pleasure you. talking to you this evening. and Thank um,
0: you very much for me. It's and having
1: up. a beer. And um, I'm sure we'll do it many, 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 many more You'll times. you have
2: to, to bring Valerie in.
0: Yeah. yeah oh, that'd yeah. That'd be interesting. Would she come in? Yeah, if I bring her. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Well, we can go to her if she's... Can't be asked and wants a cup of tea instead.
0: Tea, <laughs> <laughs>
2: even better. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a fantastic show because uh, be no, she's
0: a really good friend. Yeah, yeah, Jane's
2: oh, known her for awesome. years, and yeah. I I met Valerie through Jane, and yeah. uh, we, you know, I, I'll never forget that trip we did uh, when was that? That was about fifteen years yeah. ago. That was uh, when when Ron was alive, and it was uh, his
0: birthday, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was and uh, and trip. four days down at the Neptune Islands, you know, the, these were the people who invented the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was a that was a great uh, experience uh, to be with. But yeah, J- Jane's um, Jane's Valerie's best mate. Oh,
1: dude! If Valerie wants to come on the show, I love for her to okay. come on the show. I had Sylvia Earle on last year. Oh, Sylvia's lovely. Yeah, and you know she's kind of <laughs> my my hero from being a kid, and yeah. and Valerie's in the in the same ilk, you know. Yeah. Um. So. I, can, I comply with G and T, not a problem. I'll bring the whiskey bottle for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, she's a sweetheart.
1: No, that so. that would be fantastic. Yeah. Just to talk through her history, and I know it's been done time and time and time again, but not by.
2: Yeah, but uh, hearing podcast. it from the from Valerie is mm. is different. Is different <laughs> from hearing it from you know. Rita, where, you know, she, she's a real character. You know, yeah. she's. Uh, um, ne- Never in doubt. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never in doubt. I think,
1: uh, I, I, I think it was the first time Don was on the show. Uh, I think it might have been. Yeah, I think it was episode one. Episode one, season one. And um, we were talking, just chit-chat, chit-chat. And he's like, yeah, I did uh, Chatter Bay today and uh, popped up. And uh, yeah, um, Valerie Singleton just had a chat with her. I Valerie, like, Taylor,
2: Valerie
1: Taylor. Uh, d- Valerie Taylor, sorry. I'm like, what the?
2: You, you did what? How? Yeah, well, that was <laughs> yeah, but just a minute, to put that into context, <laughs> uh, she was Jane's passenger. Ah. Jane had brought, she'd came down in the car. She came
0: down you, in the car with me, she just wanted to be out for the day, so yeah. she comes down, she comes to the live sites with me and just... Hangs out. Yeah.
1: Good on her. Mm. Yeah, happy days. Cool beans. Um, again, Good. thank very you much, very much, gang. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, thanks for the beers, Don. Uh, we, we, we must do this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone who's listening uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, see you next time bye for now this
0: is oh Go. Under Dust the podcast for the inquisitive
1: diver <laughs>